0: G'day, welcome back to ID's Digest with me, Conrad. We're talking politics and we're talking green politics. So strap in, go vegan for the next uh, 45 minutes. You can manage that, yeah? And take a listen.
1: I'm right and you're wrong.
0: Listen, I... Once you start labeling people.
1: Categorizing of humans and ideas. You have to sensitize yourself to the humanity other human being to who they really are and in the marketplace of ideas these
0: things are complicated man we all need to engage with a variety of viewpoints a genuine multicultural connection with another i mean sometimes you don't need to agree or disagree you just need to sit with it and digest hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of ideas digest the podcast where we don't fear new ideas we listen to them And say good conversation afterwards. That was great. Welcome back to episode three of the four-part election special, maybe five-part. I've got a few other interesting conversations I've had uh, that I might release. And so far, we've spoken to a Fraser Anning slash One Nation supporter, a Labor supporter. And today, I have a new guest with a new political perspective. His name is Cam. Cam, thanks for sitting down with me.
1: Pleasure. No problem at all.
0: Let's now begin where we always begin on Ideas Digest. Let's remove all the context, all the nuance, and jump right into the clickbait yeah. sensation. Music. Cam, you walk into the polling booth next Saturday. Who are you voting for? Greens. Hey, oh, so you're voting for the communists? Um, am
1: I allowed nuance here? Nah. <laughs> He's a communist, everybody. Greens party. So
0: now it's time for our favorite game. Correct me if I'm wrong. I've I was doing some heavy googling the other night, and I was just I was on Reddit threads, and I was trying to find out. What is the problem with the greens? Why do people hate the greens? What do people assume about the greens? And I'm just going to... There's no fact-checking involved here. I'm just firing these at you. Yeah. As little nuance as possible. Confirm or deny. (laughs) Okay? And we'll get to the nuance later. Get ready to play along at home. Cam, correct me if I'm wrong. You must be a smelly hippie. When did you shave your dreadlocks off?
1: Uh, Never had dreadlocks. uh, So I'd take a hard pass on the smelly.
0: And he doesn't look like a smelly hippie, so... I was, so if you never was one, all right, so breaks that green stereotype. Okay, if you're not a smelly hippie, then you must be an
1: over-educated intellectual
0: elitist. How many degrees do you have, Cam?
1: Uh, just the one degree. What's that? One degree. I did uh, a Bachelor of Design in Industrial Design.
0: Mm, pretty elitist design. <laughs> Come on, who's got time for that? You must be
1: an inner-city kid if you vote in Greens. No, grew up in Northern New South Wales.
0: All right, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're a vegan.
1: No, vegetarian but not vegan yeah,
0: Almost, you, you, you wish you'd be a vegan, that's right Correct me if I'm wrong, but you identify as a social justice warrior
1: uh, n- No, I don't, well, I would be a very lazy one if I was But
0: if you're not a social justice warrior, correct me if I'm wrong You're a climate change alarmist, one of those alarmist types
1: Yeah, I, I would almost put myself in the alarmist category Classic Greens <laughs> voter everybody
0: and correct me if I'm wrong, but you are against free speech. Uh,
1: no, no. Yeah,
0: that's what you would say. <laughs> yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong, you're a green supporter, you think everyone's racist. No. Then you're a communist.
1: Um... It's still too early for nuance, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Almost. He hesitated. Commie.
0: He's a commie. And Almost. if you're not a communist... But
1: we, need to, we need to define communism first, though. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that. We just judge
0: and we fire these bullets. Okay. If you're not a communist, then... Now, get this. I was trolling. Then you're a fascist. To quote... Joe Hildebrand, (laughs) I found this article. I just thought it was interesting because generally fascism and communism are on the opposite ends of the political spectrum. Fascism is the extreme of the right and communism is the extreme of the left. That's one definition, could be wrong. But, and this is a quote, like fascists... Greens conjure up absolute goals and destroy anyone who fails to meet them. Indeed, they actually yearn for oppression in the hope that it will bring about the long for revolution. Do you yearn for oppression, Cam? (laughs) No. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Such a fascist. If you're not a fascist, then you're Antifa.
1: Yeah, definitely not. I'm like the most least least militant person you've probably met. <laughs> okay.
0: Well, okay, they're a bit outrageous. Let's go to some more mainline criticisms. Sure. Correct me if I'm wrong, you want to steal all the money from the rich and give it to the poor. You love taxes.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, well, it right. would be it would be less stealing and more like just paying their dues, whatever but, mate. Yeah. Theft. <laughs>
0: As I saw in one of these threads, quote, it was on YouTube, quote, Any government taxation is theft. Wow. That was a strong one. Had a few thumbs ups on that one. Yeah, okay. So, you know, we fired the bullets. We didn't get much nuance. Let's learn a little bit more about Cam. Where did you grow up? Uh,
1: Yeah, as I said before, uh, northern New South Wales. Country town. Yeah, country town. Tell us about your family. Mother and father, one brother and fairly regular dogs. What did your parents do for work? Dad ran his own plumbing business and my mother was a primary school teacher.
0: And religious upbringing?
1: Yes, religious, uh, Christian denomination. Protestant? Uh, Yeah, Protestant Christian denomination.
0: Mm -hmm. What's your education background then? So you did high school, you've done one degree in design. one degree,
1: yep. Bachelor of Design in Industrial Design, so that's like um, product design. That's like your phones and your laptops, washing machines, cars.
0: And so what do you do now?
1: I actually don't do that. <laughs> not that. <laughs> Thanks um, for the hex debt. Yeah, I, I did do I worked for a few years, but even when I was at uni, conscious that it's a lot of um, sitting down at computers, doing CAD programs and engineering drawings and stuff, I knew that I may not want to do it forever. And turns out I didn't. So I lasted for two years and then um, went back out to uh, operate machinery. So excavators and so you're holes just in digging, digging, yeah, yeah, holes. Just digging holes.
0: Answer it how you feel. Where would you place your income bracket? Upper, middle, middle, lower,
1: upper? Well, my income is hard because uh, I run my own business. Uh-huh. So it's a small business, but considering Australian tax law, uh, small business is anything up to a turnover of $50 million a year. I'm like, that's a, I'm like not even pretty big small businesses yeah, under that right. one. Yeah. Are you? I'm like not even two percent of that. Um, okay, so like really, so small business. Small business. You would
0: identify yeah. as middle, middle, upper middle. Yeah, probably. Yeah,
1: upper middle. Probably somewhere in there. I've yeah. seen your car. Upper middle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't own
0: a car, so any car is <laughs> nice yeah. to me. And who who did your parents vote for?
1: That a good question. I don't actually remember a lot of um, conversation around voting as a child. My guess would be fairly centre right stuff. Is my guess? Yeah.
0: How many countries have you travelled to? Fairly well travelled, you would say.
1: I would have to do a count, but there is yeah, there's quite a lot. Quite a few. Yeah.
0: When did you cast your first vote, and who was it for? And. Everyone might, everyone might think, oh, when you're 18. But old Conrad here didn't (laughs) vote till he was till he was 23 because he did. If you guys hot tip, if you don't register, they
1: don't know you're not voting. So hot tip
0: there, if you've registered, it's too late. I actually just got a fine. Oh, did you from the Victorian Electoral Commission that I need to sort out? Yeah, because I was overseas. Yeah and yeah. i'm gonna be all like and we your... had an election last year and you yeah were gone. and i was yeah. not here I yeah. have to scrape together some evidence so
1: yeah 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 anyway it would have been i would have been in university so i would have been over 18 low um, 20s yeah it would have been early 20s i reckon and who'd you vote for Ah, uh, yeah, it was Greens. Oh, all the way back there, straight. Yeah, but you're I a do,
0: lifelong Greens voter. <laughs>
1: yeah, a little bit, but I have to yeah, caveat you're, you're that. You are sure by, you didn't have dreadlocks? Yes, yeah, <laughs> quite sure, quite sure. So don't don't do this. But this is what I did in the past: voted informally in the lower house because mm-hmm. um, that's like the House of Representatives. House of reps. Yeah, yep. your local member. You voted informally yeah. for your local member. Yeah. So spoil the vote. You know, write how much I don't like. Yeah, yep. everyone on the ballot yep. draw a laugh. doodle on it yes whatever but normally a political message my understanding is the AEC actually take all of those and they categorize them And like, like, we've
0: got another penis on this one put yeah, that in the penis right. pile. Yeah. oh this one's got a message yeah, yeah okay
1: yeah so they try it like they just so that they know that like you know twenty percent of Australia's population don't know how to vote and uh-huh. these guys stuffed it up. Yeah, right. these guys, right. yeah, Those okay. So they do that. So I voted informally and always left a political message on it for the lower house, but then always voted correctly and properly for the upper house because that's like the that checks the power checks the, bills of that the through of the lower house. So okay. that's that's what I always used to do. Until I started until I moved into swing seats. And then when you're in a in a marginal seat your vote is you a lot like more important. You feel like it matters more. Yes, that's right.
0: You're voting, you voted for the Greens then and you're still voting for the Greens now. What's your thought process around Greens? Because, you know, you hear they're pretty extremist. They're not really... They're, they're kind of a party of protest and things like that. What's What was your impression of them and what brought you to want to vote for them?
1: The way my parents raised me, I think it's important to sort of look after people that can't necessarily look after themselves properly. 10 years ago i probably would have described myself as, as a swing voter like i go where the policy is best um in my opinion. you're not a
0: member of a party and no like i don't have bleeding party green, of green or yeah that's right it's not it's, or watermelons I don't, as i've discovered <laughs> they're green on the outside oh, but right. red commies on the inside yeah, right. i think that's the general thing anyway yeah note, okay. keep going yeah
1: no so that's i'm definitely not a watermelon <laughs> 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 yeah so i guess it's more just like where i think australia needs to be headed to have a vibrant future
0: so you're saying that the greens have policies that generally look after people who struggle to look after themselves so you would ascribe to some kind of worldview that says the pick yourself up by your bootstraps doesn't quite work for everybody it's and a fallacy you like a social safety net because yeah. you don't buy into the american dream type of no if you're poor it's kind of your look own look at vote. america right now
1: like like they don't like what is their dream got them it's got them trump it's got them masses of amounts of inequality and terrible taxation systems and gun laws that are just completely horrific um their entire population and you um, think
0: that stems from what
1: in my opinion it's it comes out of like that individual you can do it if you put your mind to it blah 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 um, it's all about it, you It's very individual it's a very individual society it's not a very communal sort of yeah. society it,
0: ha- it kind of has the attitude of almost moralizing yeah. money to oh, say definitely. if you're poor you didn't work hard enough right. so you th- yeah. you think when you look at poor people your first response, you're saying, isn't you're saying we need to help them because there's reasons they're not just lazy yeah. or they're not just drugos, yeah. Yeah. and so that's why when you look at Greens policies, which wants a higher social safety net and things like that, yep. you're okay with that, yeah, definitely. and you're not worried that that will empower people to be lazy and no,
1: not at all. I, I mean, there's plenty of good stats on studies and on like a universal basic income, for example, that actually proves the opposite. It's sort of
0: What does that say when you give people free money for a universal basic income? What happens then? So
1: it actually improves their quality of life. It costs less in won't people just quit their jobs? And no, not at all. It's I mean, it's in a lot of the times it actually encourages people to start a side business, be very, be a bit more entrepreneurial because they, they know they've got that little safety net there. They so, know they're
0: not going to be homeless if they that's right. take they're a not risk. Gonna, yeah, that's right. So you're saying um, it encourages people to take more risks. Definitely. And yeah. it doesn't encourage people to be lazy. No,
1: not at all. Not at all. Okay. Well, from the studies that I've seen at least.
0: Okay. I'm seeing a trend here. Social welfare has been a reason why you've aligned with the Greens. Yep. This election, what's important to you about voting for the Greens? What are your three issues that have brought you to the Greens and aligned you with the Greens oh
1: look I think three issues would probably be so it's tied up in inequality but how
0: inequality between people yes so inequality defined as money rich people have too much money and poor people and
1: that goes across corporate too like that Bleeds into corporate. So sort of some stuff.
0: companies have too much control of money, yep, and definitely. small business. And you're a small business yourself, so yep. that's your perspective there. Yep, okay. Yep. Yep.
1: So one of the policies that the Greens actually have that, in my opinion, will help stem some of that inequality is the removal and cancellation of the ability to donate to political parties.
0: Political parties right now are taking money, yes, yeah, yeah. from corporates, corporates or wealthy individuals, wealthy individuals, and or or you're saying that's a problem. Why?
1: Well, it buys you a seat on the table. So if you want to get something done, if you want to dig up coal out of Australia's ground, it's good to know politicians to get things through.
0: And you think this money then influences the policies yeah, that are put I
1: mean, I think it would be naive to assume otherwise, personally. I, just, I, I can't see... If, if I give you half a million dollars, I can't imagine that you would think... Absolutely nothing of it, and just walk away. I would. We should try this experiment. I'm very uh, even. I'm a, I'm well, a... We, we should try it. If I had half a million dollars, to give you. Ah, <laughs> we'll start with 500. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like yeah, if okay. there's, I, I just can't see that you would think nothing of me and go along your merry way. It is, it
0: is hard to imagine a wealthy business owner. Giving money to a politician and then that politician not wanting to take that businessman's call, yeah. because he could go, oh, he might give me more money because right. I need it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a it does seem like a stretch. If yeah, if money doesn't influence,
1: and there's no like the no empirical studies that I can point to and prove that that is what happens, but I just I think
0: I think America has one actually. All oh, right the the study in America shows that if a bill has 100% popular support and everyone wants it, it only has a 30% chance of getting through. Yeah, right. And if 0% of the people want the bill through and less people want the bill through, it also has a 30% chance of getting through. Yeah. And when you go, if if corporates want a bill to pass, if they want it through, it has a 70% chance of getting passed. And if they don't want it through, it doesn't get through. Yeah. I don't know, fact yeah. check it, but that's what I've heard. So, yeah, and
1: that wouldn't surprise me.
0: And so you're saying getting money out of politics will will level out the power dynamic yeah, within definitely. our democracy. Yeah, Yeah. Okay. I mean,
1: you look at... So a big model for the way I view the world is is the Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. And they're often bandied around as like the pinnacle of politics sort of western society inverted commas mm-hmm. um, because of their social safety nets and all that sort of stuff but you look at australia who we high taxes though yeah high taxes but at like no one's unhappy about it because they see the benefits of doing things like high taxes to pay for health care and housing and all those sorts of things like high taxes but also better quality of life so
0: so you're saying when you consider high taxes that the Greens would levy, you see that as you're, you're getting value for money. That's yeah, what definitely. You're saying it, you're saying you're okay with paying more taxes. Quality of life. Because you yeah. think your quality of life is going to get yeah, better. Yeah, definitely. So, okay, money out of politics. What's another?
1: Another one would definitely be climate change. Like, that's a fairly... Because, s- as you said, alarmist. Yeah. Oh, definitely. You're on an alarmist, alarmist level. Yeah. So, yeah. How,
0: you're pretty in agreement with the 12 years to change things or we're, or we're really screwed?
1: Yeah, like... Because I have a degree in design and I work as an excavator operator, like I don't have the empirical facts. So I go to those people who do those studies. And, and say, who do you
0: go to then? What? Well, how,
1: how did you come to this decision that... Climate change is a big problem. Basically, reading news, it's stuff through the ABC, which I know is very left-wing. Ah, oh, the communist
0: paper, <laughs> yeah, the ABC. Yes, yeah, yeah, so right. I understand.
1: Yeah, and it's just reading, listening to podcasts, um, with you know climate scientists and and things like that. So listening so with, to podcasts with and-
0: your climate when you came to the conclusion on climate change. Mm. You're you're saying you're trusting other people on that one, yeah, definitely. And, that, and then you form I your have opinion. To.
1: How I mean, how like I don't have the mental capacity or the mental space or the time, energy, anything to look so in depthly to look at all the peer of reviewed these studies. Issues. That's and right, stuff like, like that.
0: So you you've just gone. I default that opinion to the experts. Yeah, yeah.
1: And so you believe that you- if they're telling me, I don't have a an alternative to why it would be doing that. I just have to go with what I'm told the facts are. And mm. like I've seen it in 10 years of living in Melbourne, it's it's warmer down here than when it was when I first got here. Um, it's Confirmation bias. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. <laughs>
0: obviously. So you're looking at the scientists saying, what's more plausible? Yeah. The 97 so-called percent of scientists that agree yeah. or to alternative, I guess the alternative is to believe that NASA, Trump's own climate... Uh, body that did the studies they're all in cahoots saying that we have a crisis here that humans caused it so it's either a conspiracy or you believe the
1: experts and my thing is in what result of the two situations what do we have the greatest to lose if we're wrong and climate change isn't brought on by humankind what have we done we've cleaned up our oceans we've cleaned up industry you know, we've made it... Well, the like,
0: Liberal Party would say you've induced economic catastrophe.
1: Well, that's, yeah, that's a that's a, a heap of BS, in okay. my opinion. Yep. So, um, they bang on about, you know, digging out coal, making all these jobs, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like Adani, for example, you know, yep. 15,000 jobs, blah, blah, blah. I don't... they Don't quote these numbers. But, <laughs> Fact you know, check. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember the numbers exactly, but there's something like 750,000 people employed either directly or auxiliary to the Great Barrier Reef. So you're so, saying
0: if it's about jobs, yeah. why are they preferencing mining jobs when yeah. there are other jobs to be That's made right. in yeah. tourism?
1: Yeah. And, and we already have like energy. mines switching over to autonomous vehicles and all this sort of stuff. Like the because the market is cooling, like this week gone, I just heard that Britain did its first full week of only renewables. I they did went, see that somewhere. They yeah. went an entire week, so seven days on wind and solar.
0: So you don't buy into the whole thing. The technology isn't good enough. Nope. It's a waste of money to invest in it. we Nope. Uh, we're go- okay.
1: Not at all. I think it's in t- 10 years, the cost of solar panels has fallen by 80%, and they're saying that it will do the same again in the next 10 years.
0: You're with the Greens, and by 2030, you want to get rid of... Coal and non renewable sources completely. Yep,
1: absolutely. Why not? Like, we don't, Australians don't get anything for it. We don't, like, At least if you look at somewhere like Norway, they have a sovereign wealth fund and they tax the wazoo out of the people digging up the oil and and the gas out of of their oceans.
0: So you want to keep exporting though? Because I think the Greens want to end exports and that's a massive income for Australia. So they want to shut it down completely and then people just buy it from India or something else. Honestly, by
1: 2030, there's not going to be very many countries that are going to be purchasing coal anyway let's face it like the paris agreement is it's a non-binding agreement but the what entire India world and
0: china they they're still transitioning i
1: yeah but china like don't i mean china don't look to china as like a, a as a, a but they're buying coal, yeah right now but they're they have the biggest solar farms and stuff in the world like they're pushing hard on all these I renewables did hear that
0: India and China are the number two biggest investors in renewables right now. That's
1: right. So, like, what, like, why are we trying to flog this dead horse of coal? But would you
0: keep selling it, though? Like, if the Greens wanted to just switch, flick the switch, isn't that the unrealistic things that the oh, Greens definitely. kind of suck at? Oh, definitely. You can't just...
1: Like... Yeah, you can't flick a switch, so obviously. So,
0: you're, you're, you're not saying flick the switch and then... No,
1: but we we have... we Currently, the plan is, as I see it from the Liberal Party um, and probably even... A little bit of the Labour Party is to status quo, just keep flogging the dead horse, just keep things going as they are. And we have no plan for when it all falls over. Okay. Like, we don't have, like, what's the solution long term? And this is the problem we have. We think in three year cycles and we don't actually think. How are we going to function as a society and as an an economy in 10, 15, 20, 30 years time when the price of coal is through the floor because no one's buying it anymore?
0: So why Greens then? Because Greens are never going to get in. No. What's the point of voting the Greens? It is a little bit
1: idealistic, but one of the things is that they do have the money out of politics, so that's good in my opinion and this is a this goes back to the reason that I used to vote the way that I did having the greens with more power in the upper house in particular just places a check on everything that comes through i
0: guess so were you a fan of the gillard government because she had to work heavily with greens and a yeah. lot of different independents to get her legislation through you yeah, think definitely. that was good how she for- got
1: in not very happy with Again, this long, this short-term thinking and not, like, thinking long-term and doing things and being reactionary to events present and not thinking long-term is not helpful to what we have as Australian democracy.
0: Carbon tax, you want that?
1: Yeah, why not? Why?
0: Won't that just well, make electricity prices more expensive?
1: Uh, it, it will. It could, but so will doing nothing as well growth in you know battery tech and things like that to fill the gaps of solar and wind energy coming along in leaps and bounds so
0: you're putting your hope and faith in technology getting better to be able to transition from
1: yeah the alternative is that we hope that we aren't making climate change happen and I think that that's a pretty long bow to try and draw. That
0: I've been trying to put my ear to the ground and see what what people really and I you know I alluded to them at the beginning with what people think of the Greens and what kind of pushback they get. We've touched on that they're unrealistic and they're idealistic. Yeah. I don't know if they have a policy for universal basic income. If they don't, I'm sure they do. <laughs> they want free dental. <laughs> they want free university. Number classic question is is always. Where is this money coming from? You just like, we're going to have to increase taxes and pay more. How are you going to pay for all this un- unrealistic ideology? Yeah.
1: So, there's lots of really interesting studies that show that when you do things like have free dental, your mouth is your gateway to your entire body, basically. So, when you have things like free dental, it actually helps your entire body's ecosystem be better. And so, you might have a larger upfront cost with dental, but it's more of like a preventative cost as opposed to like. So
0: you're saying if you don't invest in dental later on when people have other issues, those issues are what more expensive because they're right. more severe. Yeah.
1: And you do, you have to do it more frequently because the ship's already sailed. Like you're unhealthy at that point and you can. Now so, it's more repair rather than that's preventative. Right. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And so getting in on the front foot and sort of preventing a lot of these things is a good thing. So you think it's sound economics? I, yeah, why not? I so you
0: are you you firmly deny the fact that the left side, Labor and Greens, because the classic narrative you hear all the time, which I, I think is simplistic, which is why I'm doing this series, which is liberals are better with money, Labor are bad with money. So if you want a good economy, liberal. If you want more free stuff, Labor. You're challenging that and saying... What you think? It's better. It's better economically.
1: Yeah, I do. I really do. Okay. It honestly grinds my gears. The whole that the liberals are better with, with with spending money with spending money economically. economically. Right.
0: But they got a budget surplus, don't they? Have that track well, record.
1: Well, no, of... <laughs> no. Don't start me on the budget surplus. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> uh, the budget surplus is not a surplus. It's, why not? Well, real quick, why not? Right, right now. They are forecasting that if things continue in a particular way...
0: Forecasting? Yeah. I thought it was a no. surplus. No, it's not. Okay, that's it's, dodgy. It's politicians.
1: to, if things keep going the way they are, they will have a surplus okay. by next... Oh, that but- is clever. Well done,
0: ScoMo. Well done. <laughs> okay, yep. All right. Yep, keep going. So, why better economically? Yeah, so... Like, the the economic framework that they operate within is tax cuts for big business yeah and and that's pr- that transcends okay so the that's different... like
1: that's interesting because so there's that level the next layer down for me is that who is that good for because i my argument is okay. that it's actually not good for everybody it's good for a few that's i, I, I do like
0: that distinction even just me then reducing it down to who's better economically for australia you're saying who is Australia? Yeah.
1: Because if you're... if Because if, if I'm Rio Tinto, Australia's probably really, really good. If I'm BHP, Australia's probably really, really good. Yeah. But if I'm Joe Blow, who didn't win the gene lottery and didn't get born into the Packer family... Is that economic is pos- that-
0: policy benefiting you? That's right. Okay.
1: We all know of this 1% idea of, you know, the richest 1%, you know, having all the money, blah, blah, blah. When you look at... The majority of people in Australia, the policies that the Liberal Party have and anybody on that right spectrum don't actually serve the greatest number of Australians. Who does it serve? It serves the top end. It really looks after people. Who the top. are what? Who That's like bankers, big business, bankers. Big business, define big business. Well, we've already established that a small business <laughs> oh, right. already if- turns over $50 million so, a year. Yeah. Okay,
0: good definition. So, so fun fact, over $50 million turnover a year would be a big business. No, no, that's a small business. Oh, that's a small business. No, but over. Above that, Above that yeah.
1: is medium business. Oh. <laughs> and then, like, I don't even know what the fees oh, are. But, yeah. See, this is
0: a distinction that, personally, I never see. And it does bother me. Yeah. Because I hear tax cuts for businesses yeah right and then you see yep. labor attack them and go oh it's only for the banks and it does raise the question how can you lump banks in yeah. with with Jim's plumbing
1: yeah how that's can right. you yeah.
0: how can you have a policy
1: that is good for both of those so it might be good for Jim's plumbing but it's also really really good for for nab who are turning over squillions of dollars a year. And they're getting the same, they're on the same tax rate as what the small business of uh, Jim's plumbing is. And he's turning over a million bucks a year or whatever. Are you
0: saying that that then is treating NAB the same as Jim is unfair?
1: Yeah, I challenge anyone to say any other way. Like, I just don't see... It's, it's fairly straightforward and logical in my mind. I was I did see something. I was looking
0: at Australian figures because I try and get these as Australian. Because America, we all know Amazon paid zero in federal taxes. You know, there's a debate around that. And then I think I was looking at it and I think fact check me because I'm just ballparking it here. But I think Energy Australia, some random Australian yeah. icon-ish country, uh, yeah. company paid... Next to no income yeah, taxes. Well. It's
1: released every year Yeah, you can have a look f- Just Google yeah. it, guys yeah. um, It is fairly well publicised And it is fairly disgusting At the kinds of businesses that pay no tax
0: You think that the Greens Would have better economic policy For Australians as defined by a,
1: The majority
0: The majority Yeah Okay, so the middle class yep. And the working class Definitely Okay Yep. Alright, let me find some other Things to dig in on Greens Party full of sexual harassment and bullying. I saw Andrew Bolt <laughs> yeah, right. uh, discuss this one. No, we there was one candidate. <laughs> there was one candidate who was a rapper, and he had some date rapey lyrics in his rapping career. You're supporting these sexual predators, mate.
1: Well, I don't know about that. But, um,
0: what do you say to that?
1: I don't know. I mean,
0: let it through to the keeper. <laughs>
1: well, okay. Barnaby Joyce. Let's look at Barnaby Joyce for a minute. So, if we look at him as a self proclaimed family values man, and then he goes around sleeping with his staffers. But
0: I'll pull you up on this. I will pull you up on this. Yeah. That doesn't justify this guy's behaviour. No, absolutely So we'll not. we'll exclude that from the public record then. Okay. Because I'll do that. I, I want to. I will eventually talk to Trump and like yeah. Trump and Hillary. I saw that a lot. I was talking to a Trump voter and there. I was yeah. like, why Trump? They said like, because Hillary sucks. And I want to be like, no, no. Yeah. Why Trump? So in yeah. that. So it's w- fair. W- but I'm just saying fair.
1: that you can't just because there is one, it doesn't mean that it's all. You can't blanket.
0: Okay. So you're saying isolated incident
1: in the same breath i can't say that all national party people have Sleep extramarital with. <laughs> affairs okay. with their right. staff i get it's where like you're like heading with it that it, makes it, sense yeah so it's not a it's okay. not a case of like yeah
0: you want demilitarization with no ability for self-defense it's the greens they don't want war they want peace we don't we don't yeah. want a military
1: why why do we want war i don't well, know. how do we
0: defend ourselves when from who from what pretty what close we- to china some might West say. China. Well, maybe.
1: We've got a lot of land. Some might say they've well, yeah. got a lot of natural resources. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, yes, as I said, I'm fairly non... Do you want to spend um, any
0: money on military?
1: Uh, no, not really. None? You want Australia to
0: have no military?
1: Ideally, in, in like No, no, ideal in the world, world now, in
0: the world right now, practically well, I, when you're voting. Practically,
1: pragmatically right now, I know that we can't. Ideally you should prefer we prefer not. Should we move towards something like that? Yeah, definitely. How do we do that? Well, we're dropping our aid budgets and all this sort of stuff right now. Like if we sort of spend more money again it's more of a proactive thing like instead of
0: what do you mean if you what if you if you spend money more on aid you think we won't need as much self-defense yeah is that what you're saying? why not
1: I've, it just it doesn't make any sense to me that we would go on and bomb the snot out of people in the middle east and then expect them to just sit by and say yeah thanks guys thanks for the thanks for the sweet bombing like that's that's cool just because we think we have a greater idea of what democracy is,
0: but then you know you fall within the Greens' area of wanting open borders, no military. How how would we not just be taken over by the next country that's losing its landmass due to climate change, and then they roll in and go, "Thank you, this is ours now."
1: <laughs> kind of like we did with the Aboriginals. <laughs> exactly like that. That's why we have a military camp. <laughs> There's a lot of things out there that we are scared of mm-hmm. uh, that we probably shouldn't be scared like of. Like what? Like Islamic terrorism, for example? Don't be afraid of it. No, why not? Well, for starters, giving that oxygen gives them exactly like you are only it only works if we're afraid of it, if that makes sense. I guess that's not what terrorism not, is, right? That's to make right.
0: people afraid and if we're giving it media coverage, then people are more afraid. That's okay. right.
1: And so we perpetuate like sure the the act is is horrific and terror-inducing, but the way that we just fuel a fire is absurd. It just doesn't make any sense that we would need to do that. But should we be
0: afraid of it? Let's say, take the media hype out of it. Should we be afraid of it, though?
1: I'm personally not. When you look at the stats, the amount of Islamic terrorism and all those sorts of things are in single figures. Like it, It is an absolute minority.
0: Statistically, Insignificant.
1: So unlikely that you will ever have an encounter with an Islamic terrorist. And the stats are actually, particularly for the states, they're actually, you have more chance of being killed by a white person... With a gun, as opposed to an is- an Islamic terrorist, so mm. like we
0: Google some stats, guys. Let's see if he is <laughs> correct on that one, because the the impression we get from the media is that be afraid, be very afraid. Yeah. But- well,
1: pl- if it bleeds, it it leads. Like that's the whole that's mm. the old media saying. Like right. we and that's that's a significant. So issue So you agree that we with have. Donald
0: Trump on this one? Fake news, right there?
1: No, 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 not fake news. It's the problem that we have is. The corporatization of media environments, which is why things like the ABC is so important, the media companies that we have, the way that they generate revenue is through advertisements. Mm -hmm. So the only way that you get advertisements is to have sensational stories. To get clicks. To get clicks. And so so that is not a healthy business model for society. It's healthy for the media company and profit, but not for us.
0: if you have a profit motive to grab attention... Yeah. you're going to be leading with stories that are, what, misrepresenting the society well, they, we they live in. They don't
1: even necessarily need to misrepresent. They may be an isolated fact, but then to blow it out of proportion... To report on a terrorist attack as
0: frequently as they do gives us the impression that it's a high statistical likelihood, whereas if they reported on cases of women killed via domestic violence... it's more than a hundred times
1: higher. Absolutely. Going back to, should we be funding military stuff? Again, you probably can't flick it off with a switch, but are there better ways of doing things? Because right now we don't have conversations around this sort of stuff in our political environment. We just say, this is how it is. This is how it has to work. And we just keep going down the same path, keep making the same mistakes, doing the same things constantly over and over again. And we don't allow history to teach us anything. We just continue the status quo and don't make any changes that are actually going to last and actually may be more beneficial to more people. Um, so
0: you're a you're an idealist then? You're yeah, probably There are a few different levels to engage on that. With this demilitarization question, you're almost sounding like you have two answers. You have an answer of, ideally, I want no military, Yeah. but then your answer to the present-day political situation, that if the Greens put forward a memo that said, let's shut down our military tomorrow, would you support that?
1: No, definitely not. Yeah, so we can't do that, and that is a problem that we have. We don't really have conversations about this sort of stuff we follow what we're fed by the media and by politicians so
0: who should we listen to then cam the green supporter who has mentioned a few media outlets so you're an abc guy you think that's
1: pretty good yeah it's pretty good it's not it's probably not perfect but it's i think it's pretty good and you're Um, saying
0: be careful of corporate interest
1: yeah definitely corporations the bad guy yeah follow the money if you are concerned about something You need to look into it and find out who is funding the perpetuation of that story. What's the interest behind that, that there's so much sort of pushback on the idea, for example?
0: This seems like a common thread. And this seems to be the thread that people call you a communist for. Yeah. Because what you're saying is be wary of money and who it comes from. And it does seem that our society... And America even more so. But I do see it increasing in Australia. There's the sensitivity to... Because you're critiquing capitalism. You're saying that money, capitalism, the growth and gain of capital through whatever means, that can have... Negative externalities yeah. to that things we, like journalism, yeah. and to things like politics, yeah. and you're saying And to
1: like things like health and education and all of these things. Yeah.
0: Okay. Interesting. Your yeah, your themes environment is up there, but it does seem like you you fixate on money, where it comes from, yeah. and a very cautious that's, of that's
1: climate too. Like it's all tied. It's back. all okay. So because your central
0: your central thing is corporate donations.
1: Yeah, corporate donations, but the it's everything around that how our society is structured in that capitalist framework. And who are the people that are denying the climate? Like, again, follow the money. They're saying it's it's people who are funded, scientists that are funded by Woodside Petroleum. They would, they would like say that. the
0: opposite though. So, I can understand how that's but, not compelling but the for percentage, some people.
1: However, you need to remember that the percentage of that was people like who are- clean
0: funding you. <laughs> they are <farms>. only <laughs> uh, if yeah. they
1: are if they want to fund me I'm more than happy to take <laughs> donations. Like God. Yeah. He's not against cap- this guy's a capitalist. <laughs> so
0: I think I think we've kind of covered off that one. Let's finish off with are you a communist then? Because here's the dichotomy we have. You're a capitalist or you're a communist. Now, how do you define communism? Cuz I think I don't know if people define it before they throw it
1: yeah, yeah. I don't. I think you're right. I don't. And I, and that again stems back to what is fed by media. So if we look at communism as a word in the context of history, I would say I'm not a communist. Okay. So you it,
0: Maoist China, not a fan. Not a fan. Uh, Putin's not Putin's Russia, but that's more USSR. Crony. Yeah, USSR. No, not a fan.
1: Not a fan. Again, the ideal of Venezuela.
0: Communism. Oh, that's socialism. Close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the difference? We need a. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: The ideal of communism, by definition, is, I think, it's actually a pretty good one. Like, we have common, there's more community, it's more of a community-based thing. So, town that produces steel, for example, the steel factory is owned by the the entire town and the entire town profits off that steel factory, for example. But in terms of, like, should a state own all of... The means
0: of production.
1: Yeah, not so much, and not in Australia, and not right now. But should we have certain things like public infrastructure, roads, trains, things like that, hospitals, schools, should they be owned by governments? Well, maybe. And you're not against private ownership. Definitely not. But there's nothing wrong with having like a baseline of things that's owned. Because right now, the area that I live, all the, all the, um, electricity lines and everything are owned by a company called SB Osnet. Now they're based in Singapore. So why would they care about our infrastructure other than the profit they make off it? There's no incentive for them because like if if the people around where I lived looked after the infrastructure around where they lived, there is a greater importance um, placed on that infrastructure by the people who actually use it well, as I opposed guess... to the profiteers off on another country somewhere else.
0: I guess the, the problem I see with at least the power line infrastructure is that it's a monopoly. Yeah, they've privatized the monopoly because yeah. normally I would say the incentive for a private company is competition. That's if, right. If you could switch your power lines and go, no, yeah. I'm going to old mate, yeah. whoever's, yeah, then they would be incentivized to keep them good quality yeah. and working with
1: low competitive prices. Definitely. But yeah. if
0: you've privatized yeah. a monopoly because you can't switch your electricity, I can't,
1: I can't go, I can't call up Jim's power lines and say, I'm oh, look, I'm sick of SP Osnet. They're always having yeah. power cuts, all that, that sort of stuff like it's not an option available to us.
0: So there are aspects of communism but that not work. that work but not historical but you can you, can't, you can't
1: blanket statement and you can't look at I just think again there's we need more of a nuance in it because there is a lot to be lost by not doing things corporately together. Um and that's not only for your health like one of the biggest um health issues that apparently the uk is going through right now is a a loneliness thing because we're not we don't function as communities anymore um whether that's with our power lines or our old age care system
0: so yeah you're getting real big picture kind of structure you're talking about structures of society and how they should function and all of these things and these are all great, interesting conversations that I think we all should have, which is why I think talking about politics is interesting, because at the end of the day, it comes down to the vote that you cast to say, which direction do I want society to step in? And you think the Greens are stepping you towards that society that you want I to I do, in.
1: yeah. Uh, personally, I do. But from the policies that I know, whether that be their refugee policy, the climate change policy, the healthcare, all of those sorts of things. You're on board with that. I'm on board with that. What
0: percentage do you
1: suspect you
0: are in agreement with the Greens?
1: Probably high 80s. High 80s, 87? 87. (laughs) (laughs) There's a guy that I listen to fairly regularly. He says the way you do anything, it's the way you do everything. For example, if you look at a, a One Nation supporter and you like one policy that they have but not anything else, I guarantee that the underlying message behind that policy is probably not what you think it is because there's going to be something in there. Some common
0: ideas that's out right. of which it's born. Definitely. Okay.
1: Yeah. And so...
0: Ooh, that's a bit deep for politics okay yeah all right so oh i was always thinking yeah look at the policies and talk about the policies but yeah you're right there is a, there is a foundation and an ideology that these policies stem from yeah what is that worldview and i touched on it at the beginning when i said when you look at a poor person you don't see a lazy person
1: no definitely and
0: that's not. part of the way and so that's why you're so pro a safety yeah. net you're so yeah. pro these services because yeah. you don't believe that people are poor yeah. by laziness or choice whereas like whereas way- i think a conservative Would believe that. They would say, I picked myself up by my bootstraps. They need to do the same.
1: And people could probably look at my life and they would probably say, yeah, he picked himself up by the bootstraps. But I would argue that there is a series of events that have happened in my life that are beyond my control that have uniquely placed me in the position that I am today that are beyond my control. Like if my father wasn't a plumber and he didn't buy an excavator when I was 16, I wouldn't have learned how to operate at no cost like Mm. to you were handed a good ticket for money right there absolutely and a ticket to the middle upper upper middle there's a whole like a whole bunch of things that have happened throughout my life that are beyond my control and it's put me in the position that i am right now and and so you want to make the factors that other people
0: can't control you want to make those factors as good and helpful as possible
1: yeah i mean we do that with sport like we don't like doping Because we want everybody to be on an equally level playing field. So why wouldn't we do that with society in the way that we live? Thanks for listening. And if you're hearing this, well bloody done. Well done. I'm
0: genuinely impressed and thankful you made it the whole way to the end. Thanks for being here. If you're a Greens voter, that's probably an easy episode to listen to. You're probably thinking, oh, preach it, brother. Keep going. And if you're not a Greens voter, I'm sure... There were parts of that episode and that conversation which are very uncomfortable to listen to. You know, hearing two people talk about ideas you strongly disagree with is often, sometimes you just want to switch it off and you yell at the radio and think, oh, maybe that's just me. But once again, that's the point of this podcast, not to convert you to a new opinion, but to understand the person behind the opinion so hopefully this episode has helped you understand the thought process of a greens voter and the mental steps that cam took to come to the conclusions he came to whether you agree or not i don't think it really matters but hopefully you understand him a little bit more i'm quickly discovering through this series that even though people might vote for the same party they certainly don't have the same reasons for supporting that party now to you my devoted patient listeners you are part of a very special elite few people who i ask to rate and review this podcast on itunes you're committed enough to listen to this whole episode and the outro so you must be committed enough to jump onto itunes give us a five star review only five stars nothing less Please and thank you. And if you want to share your thoughts and opinions once again, you're the guys that made it to the end. So you're the people, guys and girls that I want to hear from. So send through your thoughts on the episode perspectives, any ideas you have that you think we should talk about or any ideas for the direction of the show, you can DM us on Instagram at ideas Digest or you can shoot us an email at ideasdigest at gmail.com. So very very thank you for listening. And that's it from me. I'll see you next time.